Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead of the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. Hey, that's me. After a week off, we are back and rolling here in uh, the old studios in North Mississippi. And I want to thank all of you for being with us as we get going here today. Gary Darby, along with Chuck Ronsville and Yancey Porter in the studio as well. And guys, uh, it's time for us to uh, to get started and do a little bit uh, as far as the day is done. Chuck, how are you? Doing great, man. How about you? Things are good. Um, hoping everything goes well with Gordon Ford, who's having a little procedure, a, a scheduled procedure, nothing emergency. So, uh, hey, Gordon, shout out to you, buddy. We know he's listening. Yancey, how are you, bud? Man, I'm doing great. Feels like old times. I'm excited for this baseball tournament coming up. It's always one of my favorite weeks of the year. Well, we are there. We've gotten through the regular season as far as uh, baseball is concerned, and we'll talk a little bit more about that on tonight's show as uh, we have had the almost baseball team just finish some practice over in Hoover, going over a few things there. And we'll have the hitting coach, Mike Clement, on with us at uh, a couple of minutes uh, from now, uh, about six or seven minutes away. And then we'll get Brad Henderson on as well from the Almost Radio Network at about 6.33. We'll get your text messages as well at 6-2-4-2-6-1-0-9-3. We'll answer your questions about the Rebels and the NCAA tournament. Fellas, that seems to be the, the going question. Although the, the generic, we need some football out of Chuck stuff, too, is going to come along, I'm sure, along <laughs> the way uh, to get that. But with baseball, two out of three against Texas A&M. Uh, over the weekend, the Aggies win those two out of three. And so for Ole Miss, precarious situation. Yep. You just, uh, for those of you in the state of Mississippi that, that were listening, the fact is that uh, D1 Baseball just came out with their latest projections, and it does have Ole Miss as a three seed. It has them going to play Dan McDonald in Louisville uh, with uh, Wofford as the two seed. Now, that can change all along, you know, as as the week goes on with who wins these other conference tournaments and, and what happens along the way. But the fact that since we didn't have the show last weekend, we didn't get a chance to talk about sweeping at LSU, and we're at the point where we're actually talking about a regional instead of just getting to Hoover. Chuck, that's where we were two weeks ago. Oh, no doubt. And, and let me tell you something. That sweep of LSU was huge because LSU turns around and goes to Vanderbilt and yeah. sweeps them, sweeps the Commodores. So, you know, uh, that had to help our RPI. And what are we, mid-30s right 36 now? 36 is what the latest one looks like. And Vandy's RPI is number five. We were the three of us having that conversation. And you look at their schedule and you kind of wonder why uh, theirs would be so much higher. And I guess it was more wins in the S, you know, at 
certain places, right, non-conference-wise, which helped them out a little bit. But Oh, helped them out a lot. Right, from the difference of 36 to 5. Good yeah. grief. With the same conference record, right? Yeah. 14 and 16. Both teams 14 and 16. I was a little disappointed Sunday. Uh, 15 and 15 sounds so much better than 14 it. and 16. It really does. And I, I just thought we were primed to win that game, but just – just didn't have it. Yeah, 5-2 lead there. I mean, you look at the season in general, they're 5-10 and 10 at home in SEC play, 9-6 and six on the road. If you would have told me that 5-10 and 10 in SEC play at home with all the returning starters coming back, I would have said no way. Without one walk-off win at home in SEC play this year or non-conference, just a very strange season. Very strange. I don't – I don't as such a veteran group, I know the pitching is different, and that's where it has ended up being, is that the Ole Miss maybe settled in here late with the who they were going to start on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday guys. But the veteran hitters, and the difference came out to be, and I said this on other shows that, that I do throughout the week, Chatagnier's now hitting the ball. He he was He's hitting right around Ripping 400 it. since the last three weeks in the conference. You're getting Dunhurst hitting about 280 to 300 in that stretch, too. Plus, McCants getting on base some, but now they're on base for Bench, Gonzo, Elko, and Graham, who seems to be healthy, and you throw in Graham's numbers. That's where eight and a half runs a game have come up in the last three SEC weekends. No doubt. and it, But it's still, to Yancey's point, it's part of my good, bad, and ugly. How in the world? Five and ten at home, at home. with all the support yep. we get and the, all the backing of the team and – then go on the road and, and where it's hostile crowds against you. They're throwing stuff at you and everything else, and, and, and you win. I, I don't get it. I really don't. I don't either. But I do like the way this team's playing right now with the emergence of Delucia and uh, Hunter Elliott with Brandon Johnson there closing at the end and the lower part, part of the batting order really coming through now. I do like where Ole Miss is headed. We've had three guys get announced today as part of the SEC all baseball teams we'll get to that maybe with coach clem and more as we talk a lot of baseball again today it's gary chuck and yancey in the studio with you our man rhino is running things back in jackson we have that text message line open again at 426-1093-662-426-1093 it's the cannon motors of mississippi rebel yell hotline When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, gang, welcome back in. Lots of baseball discussion to get to tonight on the program. And the text messages continue to come in at 426-1093 about different varieties of, of baseball questions, and we'll get to those. Uh, still trying to make the effort for Coach Mike Clement, the uh, hitting coach. They were practicing in Hoover, yep. so Rhino just keep uh, trying, and if we can get him, we get him. If not, we'll move. Because the uh, the 2022 All-SEC baseball teams came out. So let's talk about a couple of the guys, if you don't mind. Jacob Gonzalez. Kind of a slow beginning, maybe a little bit than now. He's gotten in there. The home runs have come back, and he was the first team All-SEC shortstop. Uh, Tim Elko was second team as far as the first baseman was concerned. And then Hunter Elliott came on and earned a spot on the on the freshman All-SEC team. Where do you want to start, Chuck? Uh, I mean, it, spe- it speaks for itself, really. I mean, I, I've i always thought Gonzalez was the best shortstop in the league. I mean, even even when he's slumping a little bit with his bat, um, he's just so dynamic in the field. And sure, you know, it's kind of like having Zach Cozart out there. Just when you hit it to him, basically you're out. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, you know, and like my son tells me, I'm so 1980-ish, he always tells me, because – People our age, we look at batting averages, right? And the younger generation, they look at slugging percentage, and all, and his numbers are just they're they're even as good or, or a little bit better than last year, and all of the power numbers and and what he's done. So, our generation, we kind of look at the batting average, but that's not really the metrics that are used now in baseball. And he's uh you know he's he'll be in the major leagues for a long long time. That makes time. a good point because he's hitting two eighty. Yeah, and in college baseball, that doesn't seem with not you're not using the wood bat you're using whatever they're made of these days right? that's right but nine doubles three triples 16 home runs and he's batted in 45 and his on base percentage is over 50 percent right so that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah Maybe we should have your son on <laughs> oh he, he tells me that all the time yeah. uh you know i was a little surprised about darnhurst not making one of the f- four teams and people look at batting averages again and i understand that but what he did defensively this year I just think it was remarkable. You know, Ole Miss had the least amount of attempts stolen on them out of the whole SEC this year, and that's for one reason, because of Dunhurst, because they just they don't believe they can get a second. When you control the base pass like Dunhurst has 
for Ole Miss this year. I just think he deserves at least somewhere on those four teams. I That's me personally. Him. I wouldn't trade him. No. For for anybody in the conference that I saw a catcher. No. And with the way that he's coming on right now, he's finally healthy. I, I got a chance to talk to one of the baseball players' dad uh, over the weekend while we're sitting in left field, and he said this is the best Dunhurst has felt in three years at Ole Miss. You know, he had that bad thumb last year, and it, it re-aggravated again this year. Now he's now the thumb is fine. He's feeling good, and it's really showing at the plate as well. And if anybody deserves some kind of award, it's the captain, Tim Elko. Coming back from the knee, doing what he did last year, and then, you know, again, He's, what, over 60 RBI. He's he's taken over as far as a home run guy is concerned yet again. Tim deserved, you know, uh, in our mind, my mind, maybe, you know, I'm sure that there were better first basemen around there, but he deserved an honor. There's no doubt. Sure. I mean, he's the captain. He's the catalyst. Um, once Graham got back and, and they couldn't protect him, I mean, they they had to pitch, to pitch around him. That's right. Is what I'm trying to say here. Um he just exploded. And i tell you what goes unnoticed with Elko right now is defensively what he's done, the improvements he's made. You know, he kind of struggled a little bit defensively his first three years, but this year, I mean, he is as solid as it comes defensively, and that's huge there at first base. And then the freshman, Hunter Elliott. And, you know, think about where this team did finish and how it finished, and a lot of it was because back-to-back weeks he's co-freshman of the week because of the outings he had against Mizzou and at LSU. People thought he was going to be a weekend guy all, all the time, but he's been something special for, for Ole Miss here at the end, too. He he gives you that left. He kind of looks like the Doug Nikhazy kind of everything, from, from the motion to the hair and a little bit of all of it. But I think this is somebody we're going to count on for several years to come. Well, one thing that people don't know about, his father is a pitching guru over there in Tupelo. People come in from all over the country to see him. Uh, he has been born and raised and bred to be in this spot. And, um, you know, I give a lot of credit to his dad and, and, and credit to Hunter as well to, for following through. And, I mean, I've, I've, I would love for my son to be that good, but I don't think I could coach him up like that. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's just unique that mentally he can handle any situation. And he's got three or four pitches he can use and throw for strikes. And, and that's what separates the men from the boys. And one thing that's never changed in college ball, as far as I'm concerned, you get a good lefty like Nikhazy mm-hmm. or Elliott, and it's just tough on opposing teams because they don't see that many really good lefties. And, and he's only throwing at, what, 90? Maybe I say only throwing yeah. at 90, 91. You would have, I'd have to throw it three times, and you add my mile per hour up to get there <laughs> for that. But the way and, – and, and they explain it, it just jumps on you. And, like, it's there before you know it. Much like Doug, except Nikhazy was getting it 93-94 at you. It's the deception coming out of the hands and, and, and the way that the hitters are having Elliot, struggles with as it. As he gets older and stronger, he'll gain velo. Yeah, I think he'll so, be, too. You know what Doug there. was throwing in his freshman year? 87-88. Really? He mm-hmm. never touched 90 his freshman year. And Elliott just started touching. He got 90, 91, 92 in these last past appearances. He started off the year throwing at 86 to 88. So it's getting more comfortable, yeah. right? Yeah. And then also getting stronger, as Chuck uh, just said. So he will, in, in, in a couple of years, he'll be throwing at 92, 93. Gary, your, your velo sounds like my ACT score. <laughs> I tell everybody I made a 36 because I took it three times made a 12 every time. <laughs> well, I think I, think I could still get it close to the 
somewhere in the 50s, so maybe twice. Twice. Maybe <laughs> twice I could get there, but I, I don't know. Uh, I don't then know. you'd have to go in traction, this probably. Noodle, oh, this noodle arm, it was a second baseman's arm from the beginning. Um, and, and to try and throw it like that um, was just no way. Uh, that I could get it in the 90s. Well, that's Clement right there. They're just gotten out. He just left the dugout, and he is he's about to come on, so we'll ask him a couple quick questions here. All right, we'll have about four minutes uh, to, to chat with <laughs> It'd be him quick, quick questions, yeah. yeah. We'll ask him how practice went, right? And, and, and the, you know, the, 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 this, the difference in playing in Hoover in that big part and is is it is something for some teams like it's you know especially with Kentucky if you think about Kentucky over the time they haven't had a lot of success in Hoover because they're not playing in that small ballpark and things that we have they're going to be interesting look Tennessee hit everywhere they went uh, but Ole Miss gets Vandy in this first one if they're able to win tomorrow afternoon with the game starting at 4:30 they'll move into and take on number one Tennessee in the the, the next round and get an opportunity to play. But you know what we were talking about interestingly off the air was how much will Tennessee put into this tournament? Mm-hmm. That's you right. know, will, will they use their top pitchers or, or are they shooting for regional, super regional Omaha? I mean, if I were them, I wouldn't use my top guys. I mean, they got such a deep staff. But they, they got five guys that are as good as anybody. That's what I'm saying. They but got I mean, such a deep staff. They gosh. can just pitch their fourth and fifth guys in the tournament and you know, see what happens. All right. Well, so we've got like two minutes here, and maybe coach, you can hang on and and through the break, and and we'll catch you maybe in in the second segment of things too. But how are you doing, Coach Clem? How was practice in Hoover? Good, good. We just got done with with practice, and I'm sorry, guys. I, I left you guys hanging. Hopefully, you filled the airtime well. I know you guys are professional at that, but <laughs> I'd be happy to hang on as long as as long as you guys need me. So practice went well. The guys are excited. This is always a fun place to be, and. As you guys know, we've we've had some success here, and so uh, I, you know there's a there's a there's a good buzz around here. Coach Yancey Porter, just tell me about what the emergence of uh, Chatney and Dunhurst, what that does for your lineup. Yeah, Yancey, like you, you and I have talked off the air and uh, or texted back and forth. So that that's been huge for us. I mean, it's really gotten us going offensively. And I think last time I was on with you guys, it was I probably talked about that when you said, "Hey, you know." What, what do we need to do better offensively? And that's really the answer is to get those guys going. And they've really gotten going. And, you know, I think it's, it's been the key to our emergence, at least offensively. Coach, we've got some text messages and things, but we're also getting close to, to the break. So maybe about one minute of things here, if you, if you don't mind. And we'll let Chuck uh, bring the question to you. Coach, I'm going to ask you a pitching question. Uh, is there any concern about DeLucha going uh, with four days like, because that's exactly what he went with uh, yeah. against Texas A and M, and he, you know, he he looked a little tired. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any concern with that, um, Chuck. I, I I think you know he obviously didn't didn't throw great against A and M, um, and you know that may work to our advantage um, tomorrow, just because uh, you know he he was out of the game fairly early and should be ready to roll. All right, we're going to take a small break, and if you can hang on with us, we'll ask you one or two more questions uh, in the next one as Coach Mike Clement is on with us. He's going to hang with us through the break. We'll throw in those text messages and some other stuff as well. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline.
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Howdy toddy, everybody. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson, and whether you're hurt in North Mississippi or along the Gulf Coast, my law office provides experienced and highly skilled legal care without charging an upfront fee. That's right, there's never a fee unless we win. For small town care and big time results after a car or truck wreck, call the statewide injury lawyers at Roberts Wilson, PA, 662 533 9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Chuck and Yancey on the program with you tonight. Gordon is out, and as Chuck said earlier, our thoughts are with uh, Gordon. We need to get him back off the IL and back in here with us. Coach, He'll be fine. Coach Clem is hanging on with us, and we'll bring him back in as well and talk a little bit more as uh, this portion of our show is brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving us since 1929. 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Coach, I don't think it's any coincidence that uh... – we started playing a lot better when Kevin Graham got in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, Chuck, I, I think that's probably the biggest thing. And I, and I, and I you know, as 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 big as it's been that Chatney has played well, and um, and Hayden has has played better, and we've we've gotten the roles on the mound solidified. Uh, you know, Graham getting back in the lineup, and you could argue, obviously, our our very best hitter, and and him, and it's not just him, Chuck, getting back in the lineup is. Finally, him, him getting back in the lineup and then being Kevin Graham. And so that, I think that probably took a couple weeks, too, because you remember he broke his wrist and he couldn't even pick up a bat for a month. So it was probably another three weeks after that before he got back to who he is. And what a, what a huge addition. I mean, not very often you can add a three- or four-hole hitter um, during SEC play, and he's been huge for us here down the stretch. How much is him being in the lineup kind of uh... – protected Elko a little bit 
Oh, I think that's certainly the case. I think it's protected Elko. It's protected Jacob Gonzalez a little bit. It's just LinkedIn out our lineup. And, um, man, that's, that's, it's been huge. It's been huge. Elko's gotten more pitches to hit. He's walked more because, you know, they, he, he can be a little more selective. I think he probably, you know, squeezed it a little bit tight when, when Kev was out, although Tim played terrific. It's just, uh, it links in, LinkedIn's out our lineup and we're just, we're just so much better with him in there. It's hard. I don't think anyone in our league can afford for, one of their best two hitters to be out and uh he was out for a time and now that he's back we've we've obviously gotten our head back above water a little bit coach uh facing vanderbilt here i know you're very familiar with them as it seems like we played them at least once sometimes twice in the sec tournament but who just talk about who you're facing and, and what the batters have got to adjust to w- with that pitcher yeah we're gonna face carter holton and uh, he's a he's a freshman left-hander. He he's been the the SEC freshman of the week. I think two of the last three weeks, and uh, he's just a typical Vanderbilt arm. You know, he's a highly recruited, highly sought after um, left-handed pitcher that uh, that made it to school. And and a lot of people thought that maybe he wouldn't, but as as Vandy's arms sometimes do, he did, and he's had a terrific year. We'll have our hands full. It's going to be a you know, low to mid nineties left-handed arm with a, with a wipeout breaking ball. And so he has, uh, you know, he didn't pitch last weekend against LSU. They, they termed it rest. And so, um, and so we get him tomorrow, you know, he's, he's thrown almost 70 innings. And so, you know, you hope from, from our standpoint that he's a little bit worn down and, you know, he's, he's been around the league and sometimes you get beat up a little bit. His SEC numbers aren't quite as good as his overall numbers, but that's no different than anybody really. And so, but we got our best guy going, and, and, and we, feel, we feel pretty good about the matchup. But you're right. It seems like we play Vanderbilt every single year in this thing, so why would this year be any different? Let me ask you about Bradfield, obviously from the Vanderbilt side of things too, 42 of 42 and stolen bases. And what you guys will discuss with pitchers and with Dunhurst and if, if he gets on base and he gets on base, the importance of slowing down him and the rest of that team, truthfully, as far as a running game is concerned. Yeah, he's a handful. He's a he, he's a handful, and the best way to do it is exactly what you said: is keep it. You know, you can't steal first base, and so uh, it's about it's about keeping him off the base paths, and um, you know, just just being able to make quality pitches to him. He's added a new dimension to his to his offensive game, and and he is now hitting the ball with some authority. And uh, man, he's just he's just really tough. It's funny. I'll tell you guys a quick story that uh, probably make you chuckle a little bit. Last year, we're playing them, and uh, the first time he gets he gets up, he's leading off the game, obviously. And uh, Carl Lafferty, our other assistant coach, is standing next to me, and he does this little pre-pitch routine where 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 he takes like almost a Happy Gilmore swing outside of the box, where he takes a couple steps very quickly and takes a swing and laughs, looks at me, and goes, "Hey, Clem." I said, "Yeah." And he said, "He said this side of heaven, you or me will never move as quickly as he just did." And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said laugh, laugh, you're exactly right." So no, he's a he's a he's a really special athlete, and that's kind of what they do. They like to run and play up tempo and all of that. But the good thing about us with Delush on the mound, man, he floods the strike zone, and so you give them free bases, and and they can they can really hurt you. Um, and we typically do a good job. I know. Sometimes the opposing fans don't like it, but we're going to pick over a bunch. If he's on base, we're going to do do our very best to, to hold him at bay. I'm going to say this, though, Clem. If anybody can throw him out, Dunhurst can. <laughs> well, I, and I want to, I, I'd like to see it. There's no doubt about that. And you know what? The beauty, beautiful thing about Dunhurst is he'd like to see it, too. Like I, I, I don't know if he would say it on air or publicly, 
but but I think he'd like for us to intentionally walk him one time just just so he, they can go they can go one on one. I know I know he feels that deep in his heart. Like, come on, let let me at this guy. So uh, yeah, he's he's undoubtedly the the one one very best base stealer in all of college baseball, and, and we feel like we got the very best thrower in college baseball. So it's it's a heavyweight matchup, that's for sure. That'd be fun, Coach. Uh, last question here. It seems like Ole Miss we are. Y'all always turn it on when you get to the SEC tournament. Is it a mental thing? Is it just a confidence thing when you arrive in Hoover? What is it about the SEC tournament? I don't know what it is. It's a it's a great question. You know, in fact, we were walking onto the field today, and Kevin Graham looked at me for practice, and he said, "Do you think every team feels the way we do right now?" And and it was a great question. And I said, "You know what? I don't think so because." Every team hasn't had the success that we've had here. And you think about our group of older players. I'm talking about the Elkos and the Grands and the Benches and those guys. They have won so many games in this ballpark. You know, Elko's going all the way back to 2018 where we won it. Um, and all of these guys know, all, the only thing they know is just playing all the way to the weekend. So um, there is a confidence when we walk out there. They just have a good feeling. And I, I guess that's just the way it is. I, I, I wish I knew what it was. Um, I would sprinkle that dust on Swayze Field this year too, but um, it, for, for whatever reason, I don't. I, I think I think everybody can kind of take a deep breath once the regular season's over and the grind of that. And I think I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's a nice reward at the end of this thing to be able to go out and play in the the best tournament that there is in, in all in all of college baseball. Well, Coach, we thank you for another Monday night visit with us. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Coach. I was a little late. You're good. No, you, you're fine. All right. Uh, we'll continue some baseball discussion with Brad Henderson on the other side, plus get to those text messages and more. Stay with us. We'll be back on the other side. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Continues, and we'll talk some baseball, and then Brad Henderson will be on with us in this segment as well. But, guys, text messages presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw, and then we've got the Rebel injury report to get to as well and so let's go coach clem answered maybe a couple of these and 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 brad will as well and the first one is really enjoy the show i realize it's a guess but do you think the baseball team is already in the ncaa tournament or do they need to win a game or two chuck where do you stand i think they're in but it never hurts to get some insurance i think one one is a definite right i think they're in right now i think they're one of the final six, seven, or eight teams that are in. But I think they need a win over Vandy would move that RPI in and around 30. Oh, yeah. Give you that 15-slash-16th SEC win. Tennessee's not going to hurt you as far as win. Well, it will obviously help you if you were to beat Tennessee the next no, day. But you're going you to jump to two if you gonna beat be, them. You're going to be playing RPI teams in the top 20 the rest of the, the tournament, just about. So, to, to answer your question, and I thank you for sending that in to us from the area code of 903. The answer to that, we feel like they're in, but we feel a whole lot better tomorrow night if they've beaten Vanderbilt, right? And Hindu can can uh, respond to this, too. I think what makes everybody nervous about it is one name, Larry Templeton, right? Th- <laughs> well, didn't he retire? He's not I there. Think, Cohen's on Cohen's there. Cohen's on there, though. Cohen is on there now. Okay, Cohen's on it. Yeah. Well, excuse yeah. me. Which um, is just bad or worse. Just, yeah, Cohen might have even more disdain for Ole Miss. I mean, um, that, that's, just, that, that's the guy that when he was a coach on their practice jerseys underneath their – Regular jerseys that had F O Miss on there. I mean, are you kidding me? Come on. Brad Henderson, are you with us from Hoover as well? Yeah, can you hear me, guys? Gotcha. 
You already there? Uh, listen, let me ask you this one because we finished up the discussion with Clem, and then I'm going to let uh, Chuck and Yancey give you some stuff along the way. He was talking about, and, and Yancey brought up the, the way Ole Miss plays in Hoover in that park and the way those players uh, respond to that and even gave us a quote that you know Kevin Graham mentioned to him. Do, do other teams feel like we do when they get here? What is it like? You played in it. You've been around it since then as well with Ole Miss and that park in Hoover. Yeah, it's just I think it's the, really the relief that, that the grind of the season is is over and, and you're being rewarded. Uh, and that rewards to to obviously get to Hoover and, and, and try and further the postseason. Uh, but I, I really do think it's more of a relax, relaxing time. Uh, I know that sounds odd, but, uh, you, you know, you, it's kind of the last ride, and, and especially for some of these seniors and uh, guys that won't be here next year because of the draft and, and the eligibility. And, and, you know, a lot of these guys are fifth years and still have a year left, but they probably won't come back because they've got their degrees and, and want to go on with life. So it's it's just kind of a reward to get there where you can take a deep breath and, and just have one last ride with your with your man. Brad, uh this is Yancey. Good good hearing from you by the way. Uh you know, what what are the keys to you against Vanderbilt tomorrow, um offensively and, and on the mound? Well, on the mound, I think it starts first, uh, and I don't know. I, I, I assume you guys have talked to Clem. I don't know. I'm actually – y'all should be proud of me. I pulled over. I'm in the Fulton, Mississippi, Walmart parking lot because I was afraid <laughs> if I got any more farther east headed to Hoover, I wasn't going to have service. So uh, the key for me, obviously, is Bradfield Jr., uh, you've got to keep yeah. him off the bases. To me, he's the most electric player in college baseball. Uh, and he's even shown some pop this year. But obviously, I think he's 42 of 42 in stolen bases this year. And he's kind of the engine that, that gets that whole thing going for, for them offensively. They've got some really good hitters in the lineup when you throw in Spencer Jones and Dominic Keegan. But he's the ball that gets that whole thing rolling. So we'll have to do it. First off, try and keep him off the bases. Uh, and second, once he gets there, really control the running game because uh, – he, he is just that good, and he's just a difference maker. Uh, two, we've got to swing it. Uh, this is this is an offense that's starting to heat up. Uh, you, you think about the last, really the last nine games, conference games, uh, seven of those we've been really good. The three at LSU, the three against Missouri at home, and then game two against A&M. Uh, so I, I think we're getting it production one through nine. Uh, when we're going really well, you know, you think about the back end, uh, Peyton Chantier is starting to heat up. Dunhurst is playing really well. I think he's finally healthy. Um, and, and then TJ McCants is throwing in some hits as well. So I, I think we're going to have to do it collectively. Uh, we can't just, you know, lean on, on Gonzo and, and Tim and, and Kevin. Uh, I think it's going to have to be one through nine and, and we're going to have to continue to put pressure on them, uh, the entire game, but we're going to face a really good left-hander. Carter Holton, I believe his name is a freshman. Yeah. So you kind of hope maybe since he's logged some innings this year, maybe maybe he's tired. I, I know they so they so called rested him uh, this last weekend, but uh, you know it, it would be nice if he kind of had an off night as well. 
Brad, you could have gone to Tremont and still gotten phone reception, <laughs> but but once you once you cross over the line into the capital of modular homes, uh, you may not get you may not get it. <laughs> Uh, well, I didn't want to risk it, so uh, I'm, I'm in the fine establishment of Walmart and Fulton, right? Now. There you go. Uh, well, well, talk about what you think uh, with the Delucha thing. Uh, do you think that the short outing Thursday is going to have him, you know, rested well enough to, to come on tomorrow and, and pitch against Vanderbilt effectively? Yeah, I really do. And, and you know, you can't say that about everybody because not everybody bounces back like Delucia. Uh, I know there's several guys on that staff that pretty much once they throw, even some of those bullpen guys, it, it takes two or three days for those guys to bounce back. But Dylan's kind of got that rubber arm. And uh, I, I really think the thing that helped, uh, even though he threw poorly, I, I think he only threw 30-something pitches. So, uh, four days is plenty, and I actually had a chance to visit with him uh, before it was either game two or game three after he had thrown game one, and I, I just asked him, was he tired? Was he? And he said, no. He, he said, I just was uh, – I tried to do too much, and he said my ball wasn't moving, and uh, my slider wasn't uh, what it had been. I was kind of choking it. So the beauty of that is he, he realized what he was doing wrong, and hopefully he uh, has that corrected and is ready to go tomorrow. Brad is one of the best hitters to ever play at Ole Miss. When you watch DeLucha pitch, what, what makes him effective to you? Well, number one, he fills his own up. Uh, but number two, I think it's his mental makeup. Um, he doesn't have, And I think we talked about this before. He's got that Italian in him. And uh, he's just not scared of anybody. And, and he wants the ball in, in that situation. Uh, he just got he just got that fortitude about him that uh, he wants to be in the spotlight. He wants to play against the best. Uh, and he wants that opportunity. So, you know, you don't get that with everybody. And with a lot of people, especially first-year guys, it takes them a year or two to, to figure that out. Well, it took him about – you know, three or four starts to figure that out. And, uh, you know, we've seen him be really, really good. Now, I know, obviously, game one, he didn't have his best stuff against A&M. But, you know, if you look at the big picture, he's been really good for Ole Miss this season in a time where we needed it in the back half. And uh, so I certainly feel good about him going tomorrow. All right, well, I'm going to take a break from baseball for just one question. Sure. Nick Saban or Jimbo Fisher in a fist fight? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna go with Saban, man. That dude's got so many titles. Uh, he he's done something right for a long time. But uh, boy, has that pot not been stirred over the last uh, the last week. So it's that's gonna make for some uh, fun SEC media days. And certainly when they when they meet in October, there should be uh, some fireworks there. You know, the, that goes to the old saying with both of them talking about how they've never cheated. It, it, to me, it's <laughs> you do protest too much. <laughs> uh, well, it, it, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to speak to the cheating part, but uh, they've, had, they've had some awfully good players come through Alabama, and uh, it seems like some awfully good players are headed to A&M. So uh, we'll just leave it at that on my end. Well, and and one thing about saving Brad, he's saying that uh, 
Fisher bought every player this year. Well, it's legal. That's right. <laughs> it's legal this year. So what, what's the big deal? Is Saban yeah, jealous because he doesn't have as much I, money as Fisher? I don't know. Yeah, I and, I, and look, I am no Fisher fan. Trust me. No doubt. He'd be the uh, Jimbo would be my first call if I had one year of eligibility left. He'd be my first call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brad, back to the tournament in Vanderbilt. You know, it's been a while since Ole Miss – maybe entered the SEC tournament needing a game to make the NCAAs. Now, Coach Clem said that, you know, Graham was loose, and he said the team is loose. But do you think that's in the back of their mind? Do they play it any differently tomorrow? I don't. I don't. Uh, because I think I think a lot of people had these same conversations, you know, three weeks ago when we were 7 and 14. Do, do they play nervous or or, or – knowing that postseason or even getting in the tournament at that time was on the line, and they didn't show that. Um, you know, it's a – and the only reason I say that, Yanchi, is because we're so uh, senior-laden. You know, we've got yeah. so many veterans back that uh, you didn't see any of those signs when when we were scuffling. You know, when we were at 7-14 and 14 and then we, you know, ripped off uh, – you know, seven of the last nine SEC games. So, no, I don't. I don't think it's in the back of their minds. In fact, in '99, when we went down there, uh, the the word was we had to win one while we were down there, and it was a double elimination tournament then. Unlike now, we've got you know tomorrow's one and done. Um, but that never crossed our mind, and we did end up winning a game there and against a really good South Carolina team. And uh, so, no, I, I fully expect them to go out loose tomorrow uh, and play well, and we'll just see where the chips fall. Brad, I say we're in already, win or lose tomorrow. Gary and Yancey think we're kind of on the fence and need need a win to make sure. What's your thought? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm more on the side with you, Chuck. I, I definitely I, I I think we're in. Um, but but I will say, you know, you get beat tomorrow, it's going to be some you know some sleepless nights till Sunday. Mm, but yep. I think we're in. I did catch your segment uh, right before I came on about John Cohen being on the on the committee, but I also think uh, realistically, Cohen wants SEC teams in. I, I do think that uh, wholeheartedly. Um, now, you know, if we do get in, I, I, where he sends us may be a different conversation, uh, but I think we would certainly welcome that conversation, knowing we're actually in a regional. But uh, I do think we're in. Uh, we're certainly not a lock, and tomorrow would certainly lock us. But uh, I, I do think uh, there's still a, a, a good chance, barring a lot of mid-majors uh, not stealing bids, um, I, I think we're in uh, as well, even if we don't uh, win tomorrow. Brad, I'm glad to hear that from a real baseball man instead of these two uh, knuckleheads in I here. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Look, I think, I think, I think Ole Miss is in as well. And dude, oh, I don't just, change your mind now. No, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm still nervous, uh, you know, with the, with state having a representative over there selecting the committee. I'm at, ahead of the committee over there. I just, you know, I, I would feel much more comfortable getting a win at, at Vanderbilt. But Hindu, you know, it's it's odd that in the SEC tournament there at Hoover, Ole Miss plays so well, and Ole Miss relies on the power a lot under Bianco offensively, and you're playing is such a big part. But it's like they change their approach a little bit. You start seeing a lot of doubles, and sometimes they play a little small. They kind of change their offensive philosophy when they get to Hoover. Do, do you see that as well? Oh. Uh. No, I don't think we will. 
Uh, now, I have seen a sacrifice bunt more the last two or three weeks. Uh, and so that certainly comes into play. And to be honest with you, Yancey, I, I think that's probably advantage Vanderbilt because they do bunt a lot and yep. in burning situations. Uh, but, but yeah, I think the home runs now just turn into doubles. But uh, the way we've swung it, one through nine lately, uh, that probably favors us as far as the power numbers go. So, you know, it's still a park where, you know, if, if the wind's not blowing in, you can get the ball out of there. And we've certainly got uh, four or five guys that, that that can hit the ball out of that park. But, uh, no, I think we stick with, uh, you know, with what brought us to the dance. I, I don't think you can change anything once you get to the postseason. Um, so, hopefully, it's just our night. Like I said earlier, we've, we've swung it well. Seven of the last nine games. So you hope no that doubt. just continues, and, uh, and we'll just see how it turns out. Hey, Brad, go on in that Walmart now and get you some mosquito repellent because you're going to Alabama. Um, well, and have uh, a... yeah, but I'm, almost, I'm sitting in a booth. I'm not going to lie to you. Mosquitoes are bad. I'm closing the window. I, I mean, it's, a non, it's not debatable with Kellen. Well, look, I appreciate you coming on. Go in and get you some snacks at least. Do the speed limit in that other state or your insurance agent's going to be mad at you. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm in the insurance business. So, uh, That's right. Myself, but I won't, be my, I, I won't be happy with my premiums once I get a ticket. So I'm, I'm going to put her on cruise and ease on to Hoover. Thanks. You're going to be there for a few days, Brad. I like the way Ole Miss is playing right now. I think Ole Miss is going to have a lot of success over there. I'll see you over there tomorrow, by the way. Sounds good, man. Appreciate you having me. Oh, thank, thank you, you very much. Uh, so with Hindu there, it's brought to you by Roberts Wilson, PA. Roberts Wilson, PA, they only represent the people. The consultation is free. They'll go to work for you immediately after being hired. It is Roberts Wilson, PA. Good stuff with Hindu. It was smart for him to pull over and just kind of hang out there because you're right. Once you get past Tremont, you got troubles. <laughs> you got real troubles in any direction you go. I lived in Huntsville for about five years, several different directions to go. Uh, you get past Red Bay if you're going up through there, you got issues. You're going towards Birmingham, you're going to run into some trouble as well. Until you get to Jasper. That's a team guy. <laughs> Better slow down to Jasper. Yeah. Team guy. I'll give you a ticket in a second. We'll come back and finish it up with a few other things we've got to do tonight with the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no farther than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Time to finish it up. We thank Coach Clem. We thank Hindu for being on the program. We've got a lot of business to grab here in the final seven minutes. And so we've got to go back and do our injury report as well. And that brought to us by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Yancey, what do we have there? Yeah, well, we'll start off with Raleigh Maddox. You know, he's out for the season with the arm injury. Um, you know, he has some forearm stiffness, and he was going to try to come back, and they were going to give him a little shot, but they shut it down, and surgery looks to be coming, which is bad news for Raleigh. Uh, certainly was a promising freshman out there on the field. And then, you know, the only other one that I know of is Leatherwood was having some problems with the hand. He missed a couple games. He came back in this weekend. Um, I haven't heard anything that there's any setbacks. So I think everybody be full go except for Raleigh Maddox. Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by Go Orthodontics since 1976. People, they are in these locations, Oxford, South Tillow, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. Yeah, first of all, we were – we were off last week, so we'll start off with uh, Jevin Robinson out of Central Florida. He was the number two transfer portal receiver. He had over 900 yards receiving in the 2020 season uh, for Central Florida there at UCF. He picked Ole Miss over Miami, which was a big get for Ole Miss, as Chuck has alluded to in the past shows. The wide receiver core definitely needs a little boost in the arm there. So big get there for Jevin Robinson. In basketball, another portal guy that uh, Ole Miss was able to sign that's going to be huge is Josh Mabala. Uh, he played at Buffalo and Texas Tech. He was also the Defensive Player of the Year. All those? four transfer portal guys were the Conference Defensive Player of the Year. Picked Ole Miss over Florida and Maryland. Uh, had over 1,000 points, 709, uh, 790 rebounds, 100-plus steals, 70-plus blocks at Texas Tech and Buffalo. I really like the job that Kermit has done in this portal Ole Miss really got picked on defensively last year and rebounding. They were at the bottom of the conference in both of those categories. I know there's some, still some concerns about outside shooting, but you look at Ole Miss last year when the fans say that Ole Miss finished fifth in the SEC in three-point shooting. So it wasn't as bad as people thought it was. It really They just couldn't defend and couldn't rebound, and I like what Kermit's doing there. Um, back to football. 
uh, Friday, this Friday, Ole Miss uh, is expecting a commitment from Daniel uh, Demery out of Dallas. Uh, coach Randall Joyner is really close with his coach there. They play together back in high school ball. As you know, Randall coached as well uh, at SMU. And um, Daniel was over this past summer. I got a chance to watch him at the Ole Miss camp. Really good-looking safety. Uh, he came back for a football game. Uh, the own three sports, RPM, has Ole Miss as a solid leader over A&M, Colorado, and Southern Cal. Um, Ole Miss also hosted 2024 quarterback Walker White out of um, Little Rock. He's a guy that is rated the number 13 overall quarterback in the 2024 class. That's Ole Miss's number one target there at the quarterback position in the 24 class. Things look really good for Ole Miss right now. Obviously, the Hogs are going to be a team to watch for with Walker. He's a big kid, 6'3", 6'4", 205, 10 pounds. He'll fill out kind of that classic big drop-back passer. Um, really, really big get if Ole Miss can get him in the future. Another, uh, Rashada, Jaden Rashada, the five-star quarterback out of California. He released his top seven. Ole Miss, Florida, LSU, Miami, Oregon, and A&M were all on it. He'll announce on June 18th. Uh, as you know, he took his official visit to Ole Miss for the spring game. But one interesting note here, he has a brother um, that is named Roman Rashada. That's in a junior college. And he released his top three, and Ole Miss, Miami, and Virginia Tech were on it. You can read into that as you wish. Ole Miss offered his brother Roman. He's a cornerback, corner, not quarter, uh, a couple weeks ago. And the only school that is in the only two schools that are on both of their lists are Ole Miss and Miami. So that's an interesting note to look for the big-time five-star quarterback. All right, good, bad, and ugly time, sponsored by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Chuck? Well, the good, despite losing the last SEC series to sixth-ranked Texas A&M this past weekend, the last three or four weeks of Rebel Baseball have been the epitome of why I love college athletics. Although they were staring down a 7-14 and record and not even making the SEC tournament that starts tomorrow, Three series ago, the Rebels showed a stick-together and never-die attitude prevalent in college sports to rally to a 14-16 conference record, a ninth seed in SEC Turner, tourney, and back in the conversation for the NCAA tournament. During that time, they also defeated in-state rival Southern Mississippi, a ranked team, avenging an earlier loss in the season. No, this is not what we thought the year would be. Yes, there were some head-scratching moments during the regular season that, l- that left us wondering how we misjudged this team. But in the end, they bucked up, gutted up, and sucked it up for the most part, answered the call with 7-2 regular season ending, and this team showed the spirit that drives me to college athletics and exclusively Ole Miss athletics. Hats off to them. Bad? Okay, so the Rebels did rally and ended the regular season on a good note. But one just has to ask, how in the world did this team go 5-10 and 10 at home in the SEC series? And the only thing that I can come up with is that, uh, you know, we finally swept Missouri late in the season. A 5-3 game home series, the Rebels won one. On the road, the Rebels were 9-6 and six in the SEC. It just doesn't make any sense. Okay. They obviously played better in front of hostile crowds than they did their own raucous home crowds. 
with the beer showers. Uh, ugly LSU wide receiver Deion Smith was set to transfer to Ole Miss, but he had to get eligible at LSU academically to do so. Um, with second semester academic work, he failed to make a grade. Smith was being counted on in the wide receiver core. Not making it was ugly. Well, guys, good work again. Next week when we do this, it will be on selection day. So we'll know and have some answers for the Ole Miss fans. Good stuff, guys. Get well, Gordon. All right. Thank you, Rhino, back in the studio for you listening as well. Sorry if we didn't get to all the text messages. We'll be back next week. Howdy toddy. <laughs>